This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, what up? It's like in China. China. Yo, 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 this is Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. We're about to talk to Eben. He has a brand new EP out. It's called Honeydew. You should listen. There's a link in the description below. Also, today's conversation is sponsored by Total Wireless. There's never been a better time to make the move to Total Wireless. Total Wireless, total confidence. Let's do this. Yo. What it do? What it do? Oh, where's my camera? You're zooming with Ebbett. Hold on. Is it working? Oh, oh Kel Baskin. <laughs> God, this was my background. Hold on. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> what is actually going on behind you? Okay. I'm going to explain this whole situation because it does look a bit ridiculous. So, our house, like, we're in the studio room of the house. Okay. And it's so echoey in this whole place. So, I put up, I just tried to deaden the room a little bit more. Good. I've, I've got blankets hung up everywhere. and That's the right thing to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I did it just for this too. So Is oh, it working? Thank you. Oh, it does. No, straight. If you go like into the kitchen and then walk into here, it feels like you put on like noise canceling headphones. I was really surprised at how, how good it looks. Now, was this set up because of coronavirus or were you always doing stuff at home? Uh, I'm always doing stuff at home. So this was... This was just to help out with everything because I would record vocals and then send them over to whoever I'm working with and it would just sound really shitty. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to figure out how to do something to make it a bit more industry standard, if you will. Yeah. So, so the blankets were the answer. Yeah, I was like blankets. There's only one way that this is going to make sense and that's blankets. So You have an EP out. I do. Honeydew, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are back oh i finally have music out it's so it's like a breath of fresh air honestly it's wow. so nice to have music out it's just been a long time i haven't released anything since like i mean other than sad song you know the single for the ep it was like last summer like july to even like june of 2019 so it's been a long time you know i really took um well, I mean, and last summer, like I signed to Atlantic as well. So that was, you know, just a big old transition period and whatnot. So, and with that transition, I just really wanted to take the time to kind of, to kind of just go underground and really, really work on my craft and, you know, make sure that I was making the music that I loved and it was like coming from my heart and everything. And so, yeah, I took so, a long time off, but now we're back, baby. So it's all good. So you take the long time off to obviously, do what I, I mean obviously it's to create music but what do you do in addition to kind of help fuel that so i mean a lot of it as well was just i did it for just my mental health i found myself you know going into just a just a dark place that i is just not who i am 
And I really wanted to, one, just take the time to, to take a step back, focus on myself, reground myself. You know, I spent, I spent a lot of time with family and everything, going back home to Cincinnati a lot, spending time with them and, you know, just really finding my roots again and, and um, you know, kind of just getting out of LA for a second. So you do all that and then obviously you create an EP, but you probably did more than just, how many songs are on it? Six or eight? There's five songs on this one, but then we have, I mean, I have this notes folder and it has, how many songs we have? We've got about 40 songs and it's beats three. And I have two other ones before that, that are maxed out. So I keep having to make more notes folders to put all the music that we have in there. How how many songs are you curating the five for this EP from? Like, what is the pool of songs that you're picking from? Probably like realistically 30. Okay. Like wow. records that I would be very happy like to put out, you know, what's going on up here. <laughs> Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. Right. So um, there's 30 and you leave with five. Yeah. Just what I, I'm, it's kind of like a reintroduction. Um, you know, I've, that's a lot of time between, you know, summer, like a year, a lot of things can happen in a year, you know, and I've grown a lot. I've, just really dove into, you know, who I wanted to be as an artist and, and have been working on, you know, sticking to my guns. And my 2020 New Year's resolution was, um, you know, to, to kind of be a bit more selfish and not try and please everybody because I was just running myself thin, like trying to just make everybody happy. You know what I mean? And, and not really focusing on what I wanted, but was more focused on everything else. And, you know, when I realized that, and came to that kind of like a revelation, um, things changed in such a great way. Like music started to flow so much easier just because I was being honest with myself and was just being honest with other people, you know, even as the simplest thing of, you know, say you have three friends that want to hang out on the same day, you know, I'd be like, Oh yeah, let's all hang out, blah, blah. blah. And then I'd up because, well, I can't hang out with three people at the same time. You know, it would just be like simple things like that, that I just needed to get out of a bad habit. Like I learned how to say no for once in my life. <laughs> so it's worked out really well. Yeah. That's freeing. It is. It is. And that's what, it's like a breath of fresh air. And like, that's what this honeydew EP is for me. Um, you know, I took the six months to, re- I dove so deep just into my artistry and worked so hard just on my lyrics really that was one thing that i that i definitely needed some growth in and so i just was in the studio every single day just really pushing myself not to just write a song to write a song but have each line mean something very specific and it's you know it's um like yeah but so, I could keep rambling on, but that's, that's it in a nutshell, you know. I, I want to dive into you and writing, like, and, and also, like, this whole EP. Is there a song in particular that you feel like is the best example of who you are today as an artist and where you're going? I think so, 100%. My, my favorite record on the project is Bad Drug. Um, it's this very, it's just a when I imagine myself doing it live, it's just like in a stadium. It's one of those huge, like, you know, everybody's got their hands up, you know, the phone lights out and everything. And, you know, this song for me was that, you know, when we did write the record, um, that's when it all kind of started to click in my head and was like, oh my God, like, 
this is so, it felt like I broke through a wall that I'd been chipping away at for so long and I just couldn't figure out, you know, how to get through it. But this record was kind of just like a freeing um, experience for me, just because it, it is pushing, you know, the lyrical boundaries and just pushing myself as an artist, you know, it's a, everything's a bit more serious, you know, it's, um, yeah, just the lyrical content is much more, it's more mature. It's more yeah. mature. Sorry, did, Dan, did I cut you off? No, I was just going to ask what the story about Bad Drug is. So the, the whole premise behind Bad Drug is, um, you know, you're in this relationship and it's, it's the type of relationship where you're kind of, you're blinded by the lust and, you know, all those very physical things, but everything that's going on emotionally is just very damaging. And so it's, you know, the hook is, why does your love always feel like a bad drug? Um, the second I leave you, my body, it goes numb. So it's like, it's kind of going back and forth between, I know that this is not good for me, but at the same time, like, it's my drug and I, and I love it, you know? So it's, it's battling between those two things, but ultimately, you know, accepting the fact that it is not, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not good. Are you battling while writing the record? Or are you done with the battle by the time you like make it into something? Definitely was was done with the battle, and then you know just took the inspiration from that and and wrote the record. How did the, how did it end? It ended great. It was a civil. Everything was fantastic, but it was a, it was like a mutual thing where it was like okay, we keep going in this circle, like it's a circle, and and you know we just both came to, it's like, it just needs to stop. It's not good for either person. It's like, yes, the good times are good. It's like the highs are high, but the lows are really low. And at the end of the day, the lows are just not worth it. You know, when it's, when it's damaging, like who you are as a person and, and everything. So it's, you know, it was a mutual thing of like, okay, we just need to, we need to just go off and do our own thing. So yeah, it was, it was a good, like mutual thing. It was, it was, it was awesome. What is (laughs) healthy, very healthy. Okay. What does honeydew mean? So honeydew comes from, um, it's a line in sad song. And the whole premise behind that is, like I said before, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air. This is a, this is a whole new chapter in my life. You know, I'm signed to a, you know, I'm signed now, which is like crazy. And it's just been a whole new experience. So, but there is pressure with that, right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. There's there's so much pressure, but it's good pressure. I I love pressure. I work much better under it, you know. Um but it's been the greatest experience. Like I've learned so much in this past like 6, 7, 8 months that I've been with Atlantic. Um even just, you know, being in sessions, getting getting the opportunity to work with different producers that that will help me you know just push my boundaries and just help me become a better writer and a better artist and it it honestly has been the greatest the greatest thing i i love it so much you learn a lot but but back to honeydew okay so i'm just like it's a fruit right do you eat honeydew yeah it's like a melon yeah honeydew is yay big honeydew is so underrated people love to hate on honeydew and like fruit salads but i think honeydew is really important in a fruit salad i i see i love cantaloupe there's some i've learned and i didn't know this because like i just thought cantaloupe was a universally loved situation you know i like to think the same about watermelon yes but it's not some people hate watermelon 
and then some people love it. So it's the same thing with honeydew. I I love honeydews. Honeydew and a fruit oh, salad. There's an emoji for it, so it's even better. You're right. There is an emoji for it. <laughs> it I, I always used to think of honeydew as the green version of cantaloupe, and I just got that, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's the same thing, just a different color. How did you arrive to honeydew? Like, how did that make its way into a song and then end up being the name of a freaking EP? So, Sad Song was actually going to be called Honeydew. Okay. And then I was thinking, like, okay, maybe I should just go with a more straightforward, you know, like, it's my first song to come out with. Don't be super, like, you know, trying to do something super cool that, you know, could have been too much, you know? So, I was like, okay. As a project as a whole, it makes more sense to call it Honeydew just because the whole thing is just the start of my next chapter in life. Um, you know, in, in Sad Song, it's, you know, try something new, um, something I can sink my teeth into, someone fresh, Honeydew. And so that's what this project is for me. It's something fresh, it's something new, and damn Honeydew. Zach Sancho. Hey, we'll get back to Evan, but I want to talk about school. Message and data rates may apply. If you are considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a highly respected degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University could be the school for you. Arizona State University is offering over 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn and learn the same curriculum designed by their world-class faculty but you're going to do it from your home, the comfort of your own home, on your own schedule. You're going to earn the same degree that students earn on campus, but from your house. And they accept most transfer credits. If you want more information, text my name, Zach, to 35517. Discover for yourself why ASU is ranked number one in innovation for five consecutive years and why more than 90% of graduates are employed or receive at least one job offer within 90 days of graduation. Learn to thrive at Arizona State University. Find out more about ASU online degree programs. Text my name, Zach, to three five five one seven. Zach Sancho. Who are the kids, and are they all right? The kids are all right, and we're <laughs> gonna be all right, and we will continue to be all right. This so the kids awesome. are you? The kids are the kids. This our generation, right? The ones who are gonna lead the charge once you know um, our leaders now are dead and gone, like event like you know they're gonna have to pass the torch to us right so totally. the the kids are all right is it's a rally cry for the younger generation to um you know it's like we're the ones who have to inherit everything that's happening right now you know what i mean it will be our problem one day amen so it's it's letting the older generation know like hey we're listening and we're watching and you know it's a rally cry and that you know we're gonna stick together to make a better tomorrow and i think it's it's, it's very, you know, it's very prevalent to just a lot of things that are going on right now. You know, um, it's up to our generation to make the, the changes that need to happen to make the world like a better place for everybody. Can't rely on anybody above us. It has to be us. It has to be us, you know, and it's so important. And, you know, that's what, that's what the kids are all right is about. You know, it's, it's, it's about that, that, you know, just coming together and, and rallying as one and, and making the world a better place. Was the last song you released before all of this Plastic Angels? Yeah. Yep. 
class is, is, angels. Is, is a song like that kind of why you need to get out of Los Angeles? Because like nobody here really cares about you. Everyone's here for themselves. It definitely, you know, it definitely is all about that. That song was about, you know, the first time, you know, that I came out to LA. You know, as like, you know, as a kid from the Midwest and like from Ohio, you know, your first experience out here is like, holy, you know, it's just a totally different world, you know? So many different, um, you know, cultures and, and different types of people and like, you know, everybody's living together. And, you know, so that is, you know, someone from the Midwest who's not in the huge city like type situation, you know, it's just very different and it's very, um, it's awesome. But, but it's then, overwhelming. But it's still overwhelming at the same time. Absolutely. You know, it is, there are as many pe as many real people, there are the same amount of fake people. You know what I mean? Um, and luckily enough, like I, I've been very lucky to find, you know, just very real friends who, you know, just genuinely have my back and, um, you know, and I see other people in different situations that it's just, it's not the same, you know, like they'll say their best friend and, you know, they'll go and just stab them right in the back. And to me, that's like, whoa, that is not even a friend. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm very, very lucky in that sense to just have you know, a really nice little squad around me. So <laughs> that's LA, right? It's LA, baby. Oh, Got we're best it. friends. And then like, ah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't tag me in that Instagram post. What are we, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Like that, those are the things that will like really bug a person. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should. Like, like a, un, like a, <laughs> yeah. If your friendship is solely based on Instagram tags or Twitter mentions or clout or riding off of somebody else's, you know, fame, I mean, yeah. you need to really evaluate yourself and reassess your worth. Um, yeah, is absolutely realign your your code of morality and like yes. you want to live life and the type of person and legacy you want to leave behind. Friends have a lot – friends can bring so much to your life that is so much better and more important than clout and fame. Yeah. Um, like, I – you know, it's – I look for friendships and relationships that will feed my soul, you know? Hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that was part of that, um, you know, 2020 just New Year's resolution was just to very much focus on – on, on the people that, that matter and the people that, you know, show love to you and, and care about you and, you know, just try and separate yourself from, from the other negativities, you know, and Good. it's, it's real, oh man, it's, it's been just like a weight off my shoulders, you know, it's just been so, so nice to be able to do that. I really like the record Somewhere. I love this song. It's such a cool, we, we did it. Um, this was actually the second session I had with Atlantic. This hat, like, it was the second session. Um, man, when did we record this? In, like, October, maybe? Oh, wow. October, we re yeah, we recorded this song. And um, we, wanted to, we wanted to make a record about a girl that has aspects of each part of the world. And so it's like, and when I hold her, I've got the whole world in my hands. So it's like a basis off the... Um, you know, the, got the whole world in his hands, you know, the, uh, I don't even remember the song. <laughs> got but, the whole world uh, in my hands. <laughs> yeah, yes. So we wanted to do like a fun play on that. And um, 
it came out great. I cannot wait to do this one live because there's so many just big crowd screaming moments. So I, you know, it'll be nice because I won't have to sing the song. I'll just put the mic out to everybody. So, they <laughs> <get for> me. <laughs> so you're singing all these other records. Obviously you're planning on releasing more EPs. That's going to be your strategy. Yeah. More EPs very soon. Um, my biggest thing that I've, you know, very much been adamant about just even talking, um, with the label and everything is just keeping the momentum going. You know, it, it's been a long time since I released music and you know, how we released music before was just always giving them something, you know, and I've made, I'm surprised that my fans haven't burnt down my house yet <laughs> because I've just been making them wait for all this music. And I had a song last year, it was called Casamigos. And I did it like one time at um, this kiss, like the iHeart um, Kiss event in Cincinnati. And they still, every time I'll be like, oh yeah, drop in the Honeydew EP. They'll be like, where's Casamigos? And it's like, that was over a year ago. It's like, God. So they're ready for the music. And I, why wouldn't you release that? What stopped you? I didn't want to put something out just to put it out. I understand that. You know. But, but people wanted it. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me. It's bit, like, oh, every... I do these things called Casa de Honeydew on the weekends. And um, so I, I get to talk to fans like in a huge Zoom call, right? Cool. It's like there's a thousand of them in there. And at least five times on the whole, you know, on the thing, where's, where's Casamigos? Where's, where's this, that, or the other song? I'm like, good Lord, I have other music too. Like there's other stuff that, you know, nobody's heard that's like the best music I've ever made in my life. Is this EP, Honeydew, is, does, it, does it consist of some of the best music you've ever made in your life? I think so. I think so, yeah. Now, up to this point, 100%. But even then, it's exciting because in the vault, we have more of those. And it's just like, oh, I can't wait to just... I would just release all of it right now. I might just tweet out my notes folder right now. Is Honeydew a theme for future EPs? will like the next one be cantaloupe or <laughs> i've thought about that here? like maybe trying to keep the the fruit situation going but um i don't know i feel like it we'd be reaching a little bit <laughs> i'm trying to force something that that shouldn't be forced harry styles has the fruit thing going for him too doesn't he dude i know and that's i was like I hope people don't think like I'm trying to rip hair, you know, watermelon, sugar, high, you know, all that and everything, but it's, it's, it'll be fine. I mean, at the end of the day, they're like, Doja Cat had to make a fuss about it, you know, hopefully it doesn't call me and, yeah. you know. It would be the best thing that ever happened to you. Oh, God, yeah. If Harry Styles called you and said, lay off the fruit, dude, it's my thing. Yeah, I'll be like, brother, that is, okay. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> But but fruit is a very popular thing. Like Doja Cat had Juicy. That whole music video was full of fruit. And then Miley Cyrus had that. Uh, she actually used a cantaloupe. You remember she was kind of like using the cantaloupe as a uh, a uh, female reproductive organ. Yeah. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know that video. Yeah. That was a vibe. That was a vibe for sure. Fruit fruit is alive and well in the industry right now. <laughs> it seems um, a lot more prevalent than I than I was even really thinking it was. But yeah. Will you request a, a piece of all the Honeydew sold post the release of the CP? Clearly, I, there will be a spike. It's free promotion for any Honeydew growers out there. You know, <laughs> I would love a nice little percentage. 
I mean, at least a free honeydew or two, because I'm yeah, sure you've got to pay for the honeydew. Free honeydews, yeah, just for, you know, a lifetime supply of free honeydews. That'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be really nice. So do you have an idea for the, the themes of these chapters, these EPs that you're looking to pull out? Or Definitely. The, the second one, I, I literally thought about this the other day because I've been trying to figure out <clears throat> a name. Um, this isn't the name, but this is the idea. Um, I was thinking like the journey's journals. Oh, so like that idea, that's not the name, but something in that world, you know, cause a lot of things, you know, just a lot of growth happened over the time that I wasn't releasing music, you know? And, um, and I just, I want to be so honest with my fans and, and really let them in. I, I tweeted out not too long ago. I was like, I feel like I'm not even, not that I'm not honest, but I want to like, just let them in more, you know, and just, just really, um, let that vulnerability be just out there, you know, just be vulnerable with them because they, they're vulnerable with me, you know, they like even in DMS, you know, DM and just ask for help with whatever it is. And, you know, so I, I feel like I owe it to them just to, just to open up a bit more. You know, he's scary to be honest like that. So how do you do it? Like, do you put it, do you show it in your songs? Do you show it in your tweets? Yeah, it starts with the music. You know, it it starts with the music for me and this project, Honeydew, and also all the music that we'll be releasing later. um, It is very honest. It's very honest. And when I wrote it, it was exactly what I was feeling and what I was going through. So one, you know, each song is kind of just like a written letter to the fans and just to, to the world, really, to be like, this is where my head's at. You know, this is what's going on. Um, like, for example, I recorded a song like when quarantine really first started and I wrote <clears throat> this record and just took like a screen recording and put it on Twitter. And it was just about depression and like mental health and just how very real it is. It's like, it's a very real thing. And I'd never really let anybody know that part of my life. You know, I always try and be the, I just try and be Evan, you know, and just be, you know, always like have a smile on my face and everything. But at the same time, that's very hard if you're feeling just low. Yeah. It's really hard to put that on. And I realized it's like, why do, I don't need to do, like, I don't need to put on a face, you know, I just need to be completely honest and just myself. And so that's what the, all these records that are going to be released, including what's out now, Honeydew, um, they're all just little letters of honesty. And, um, you know, I hope, I hope that the fans can see that and kind of get a, a glimpse into where my head's at. Zach Sang Show. Beautiful human. Do you have stuff? lying around your house that needs to be sold. I did. Me and my mom had been selling a ton of stuff on my favorite selling app, Macari. I'm obsessed. My mom back in the day kind of was a hoarder. She ended up preserving five boxes of super rare Pokemon cards still in the factory seals, still with the price tag. I'm selling them right now on Macari. I'm also selling my Xbox One, an apothecary jar that I bought and never used. I'm also selling two of these dog beds that I got from my dog, but he didn't like. I love Macari. There's thousands of people right now buying and selling things. So if you want to get rid of stuff in your house and you want to do it super safe, super efficient, and super easily, use Macari. It is the selling app. 
And a lot of people agree. There's over 600,000 reviews in the App Store, and their average rating is 4.8 stars. So why not give it a try? It really couldn't be simpler. You take a photo of the thing you want to sell, you post it up on Macari with some information. When somebody wants it, they'll connect you with that person. They'll make an offer. If you accept their offer, you get a shipping label, you print it out, stick it on the box, give it to the mail guy, and then poof, no meetups, no hassle. It really is the easiest way to sell stuff. For a while, I knew I had a ton of crap in my house, but I thought it'd be hard to sell things. Like it'd be just hard work and it would be a lot of unneeded work. But with Macari, that is not the case. And it's actually a lot of fun to use and I love getting notifications from them. And I love like having a uh, low key negotiations with people over the app. It's great. Use Macari. I'm telling you, it is legit. Macari, the selling app, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Search Macari in the app store. It is worth it. You can buy and sell almost anything with Macari. Zach Sang Show. Do you still agree? After listening to everything you've been saying, do you still agree with the lyrics of Lambo? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> in a sense, <laughs> you know, I was in a very different place when I dropped Lambo. You know, I was, you know, independent artist, um, had just started, you know, really going with the, with the Why Don't We Boys and everything. And I was in a place where it's like, yeah, I would rather cry in a land. I would rather deal with my problems in a huge ass mansion. You know, <laughs> as I, you know, grew up a little bit and, you know, I just realized that life is not about the physical things and, you know, money and all that. I mean, yes, it's, it's great to like be in a place to not worry about paying rent or this, that, or the other, or to, you know, help other people out when they're in need. Um, but life is not, you will not find happiness in money. Mm -hmm. it, it, it like, and I really thought that you could, you know, cause to me as you know, every month struggling, you know, barely yeah. paying rent, you know, it's like, God, I would, yeah, life would be much easier. Like if I had money and then, you know, I came into a position where I was comfortable and it's, it in a way, not like it made me feel worse, but it was like a real eye-opening thing of like, wow, okay. So it's true. Like it's true. Money, you can't, money can't buy you happiness. Well, it, that's it. It. It's a different set of struggles. Like, it, exactly. Like nobody's saying you didn't struggle before or you're not struggling now. It's just, yeah. it, it just shifts. You know, exactly. the problem exactly. area before was you can't pay your rent. It's hard to go out and have a time with your friends. It's hard to pay for your cell phone bill. Now that all of those things are taken care of, they just manifest themselves in different areas of in your different life. Ways, right? yeah, and and it's like in ways that you would never even think would. Dude, it could be anything because before you wouldn't be focused on that, and then it's like you're not focused on something else. So then, like you just said, yeah, it it, it switches and goes to a whole other thing. And it was a very i it was a humbling thing. You know, I I'm very thankful that you know, I've, I've been able to learn that lesson, you know, and really see the, um, see what brings you happiness in life. Like what truly makes you happy, you know, so what makes you happy? being able to, to release the music that I love being able to be in a position to go home and, and see my parents and, fly my I'm flying my little brother out for his birthday um in July and just though you know that's why I went home a lot 
because I really wanted to, I spent a lot of time in the woods. Like that's where like I grew up, like bonfires and, and hiking and camping. And that's, that's where I, I just went home and got grounded again, you know, found happiness in the little things, not whether like, if we're going to go out, do we have a table at a club? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's my, my focus has changed dramatically and I'm, I'm in, I'm a much happier um, individual and writings become a lot easier too, just because I'm being honest with myself. So now I can be honest with everyone else. Totally. If you're lying to yourself, you can't be real with everyone. And going home, you're reminded of who you are. You really do lose yourself here. Exactly. You can, it's very easy. And I, and, and I started to see that. Um, and that's why I was like, okay, enough's enough. I need to get my together and, you know, just get my mental back, you know, find happiness again. Um, not in worldly possessions, but in, you know, emotional relationships with your friends and family and just the, the people that you keep around you. Cause you know, it's, it's, you are affected by the people that you hang out with. So if, if you hang out with the wrong people, you're not going to be the person that you, you know, you should be. But if you hang out with the right individuals, you know, the best parts of yeah. you will come out. You, you know? are the company you keep. Yeah. That's, I couldn't remember the saying, so I explained it way longer. <laughs> no, but it's true. You need to break it down because it needs to be something that's understood, like who you have around you is who you become and they allow you to you tap into things that you might have within your own self that you didn't yeah. know yeah you know, great friendships and great relationships as anybody have the ability to bring out the best sides in you and i am i feel like i'm very lucky that uh i've had amazing friends that you know i didn't need instagram tags or twitter posts but like being around them made me discover things within myself and find confidence and within myself and do things differently in my own life just because you're around these people and yeah. you know, it's, it's mutual. So, um, yeah, well, yeah. I think kind of back, you were talking about like the, you don't need the cloud. I think, you know, money and fame and followers, people think that'll make them happy, but it doesn't, but you also don't really realize it doesn't until you have it. Yeah. And then once you get it, you realize that it's, it's, it's not bringing you happiness. It's something that you just feel like you need to keep feeding the beast of, yeah. you know, the clout beast, if you will. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a short high. Once you get, you know, you get a hundred thousand likes, you get a certain amount of likes. It's like, all right, great. That was, you know, 12 hours of fun. What's next? Yeah. And then the next post. And then if you don't reach that hundred thousand and don't go over it, you're like, Oh my God. Oh God. Like I'm, I'm a loser. Oh God. <laughs> People don't like me, you know, and you get in your head. And when it's, it doesn't even need to be like that. It's hard for it not to be. Social media oh, is rough. Yeah. And that's why I that's why I left LA for like I mean, I went home like four times in the past like two months. Um so yeah. Plus there was just other family stuff going on, so I just needed to be home for certain things. Um but yeah, like now I'm I'm in I'm in a very good mental place. Like in an, and I haven't felt like this in a while and it's just really it is a breath of fresh air and that's what honeydew is it is the beginning of you know just getting back to ebon in an honest ebon so that you know i can just tell the world like where i'm at and how i'm feeling 
Yeah. And that's no matter where you're at, Eben, right? It doesn't need to be happy, Eben. It can be sad, Eben. Yeah, it can be any type of Eben. But as long as I'm being honest with myself first, then I can be honest with everybody else. Honeydew, listen to it. There's a link in the description below. It is worth your ear. There's it more, is. more EPs to follow. So many more. You are you ready? I was say, are you ready for your fans to like within a week from now be saying, when's the next one dropping? Oh, no, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm very much prepared. Like we've started on um, the second project already for that reason so that there's not a long gap between projects <laughs> so that they don't come and, um, you know, wring my neck for some more music. Well, take a bite out of Honeydew. Link in the description below. I also saw that uh, Corbin was an assistant on uh, the the sad song you said. <laughs> yeah. Projector yep. holder guy? The projector holder guy. And then um, for Bad Drug, we had like a smoke machine with uh, like dry ice and Jonah pressed the button. So Jonah's <laughs> the uh, button presser guy and Corbin is the projector holder guy. So they, they you know, they, they helped a lot with, with the, you know, the coming together of the whole, of the whole project with, with those two very important jobs. No, vital roles on set. Kudos vital roles on set. And they did it for free too. So I was like, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Have you been working with them on other things or are they just your assistants these days? Well, you know, when they're not my assistants, um, you know, Joan and I have a little thing that we're doing called Dak and Brody, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, it is a fun situation that we have going on with Dak and Brody. It's like a uh, YouTube Instagram series, right? Yeah, YouTube Instagram series. Um, we it, we started it. We were just bored on tour. Like it sounds ridiculous. We were bored on tour. I sound like an asshole. No, but like in between, in the green room, chilling. <laughs> and there's a lot of time. Yeah, there's a lot of in between time. So you're like, what? Can, let's just do something fun and and literally. All of it was just all improv. Like it was just me, Jonah, Evan, and then my drummer, Brandon, who um, he designed all the merch and everything. Crazy like musician, graphic designer. He's a wizard. Um, But it was just us four and we were just bored and just started creating it. And then it kind of like blew up. Like it's, it's, it's a fun, fun thing. We got to, we definitely like took a break one just because of quarantine because Jonah wasn't in town. And then, you know, there's just a lot more important things going on in the world right now. So we are just waiting for the appropriate time to, like, continue the Dak and Brody saga. <laughs> to reemerge. Uh, yeah, I'm exactly. looking forward to it. Hungry, yeah. hungry for that content. The oh, one yeah. other question I had is, uh, you keep mentioning, like, performing live and touring. Are you worried about the future of that with everything that's going on? Not really. It, it'll happen. You know, it, one thing that's giving me comfort is knowing that, like, I mean, you know, everybody can't tour. Mm-hmm. You know, like the big you know the, the weekend harry like nobody can tour right now you know it doesn't matter who you are so it's you know in that aspect it's kind of comforting knowing it's like okay you know everybody we're all in this together like it, it sucks for everyone you know but the most important thing is safety so it's like you know we're never gonna try and like i would never try and push a tour out sooner than it should happen you know it, it that's it's just safety is the most important thing. But once it's ready to go, like, whew, it's going to go. Because <laughs> so me and Brandon, we've already started working, like, on a show and whatnot just to, just to fill the time because we have the time to do it. So might as well, 
make something absolutely insane and incredible for like when we get to go out next since we didn't get to do it this this year will there I, be i was supposed to go on my own like my first um like headlining tour this summer but then you know the the rona popped it and was like absolutely not <laughs> so you know i'm just waiting for the coronski to scoot on out of here and so we can get back on the road. Will there be another EP before you perform live in front of people? Yes. Yes, there will. 100%. I will not let it not happen. Beautiful. Honeydew is for you. Link in the description below. Daniel, final thought? No, like we always say, I just hope the next EP we can see in person in the studio. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. You guys should definitely come through and listen to I have so much stuff. We're here. I mean, I, I'm. I think I, I have the antibodies. I'll know soon. Send it to you. You have the antibodies. I'll know soon. I'm getting the test next week. Where do you go to get? Because I want to go do it too. My doctor. Okay. Well, that yeah, that makes sense. That that'll do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go to a doctor then. Good to know. <laughs> send send me ears. God. Evan, we appreciate you very much. Uh, thank you guys so much. I've, I've, this was so, so awesome. Thank you for always supporting me and showing love. And um, Hey, I appreciate you very much, dude. It was really good to see your face. Hey, it's great to see you guys too. Thank you for having me on. It really, really means a lot. Well, love and appreciate you. We're always here, so come back for the next one. Hopefully it will be in person. Maybe. Yes, maybe. absolutely. Once this Rona's kicked out of this situation. Bye. Oh, yeah. All this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.